0: I hope we're joined on the phone now by another very prominent Fetal man who is now residing in the bridge Father Harry Bowen, can you hear us okay? I can Tom, yeah ah, You're very welcome to Scariff uh, Bay Community Radio here, coming live from the street in Faecal, where you grew up
1: Yes, exactly and
0: I'm joined by Jim it Collins It's place now Can you recall, you know, your memories of growing up here in Faecal
1: yeah. Well I I'm, I'm I was born in 1938. That was fair <laughs> bash and I grew up in Feakle through the Forties. Yeah. And I grew up in a kind of a, in a pub for the start, to all.
0: Yes, uh,
1: for the start and in a kind of a, with a little shop as well. But the reason I mention both of them is through the rationing time. So I, I was well aware of the rations of sugar and and, uh,
0: yeah well I didn't uh, but I heard my mother you know be good to talking about it no I was <laughs> I'm a child of the early 50s so yeah
1: yeah well, well now that brought me to the 50s yeah when Fakel and the rest of the country experienced mass immigration and that included the bulk of the people who went to school with me
0: yes indeed yeah
1: yeah but the village then just to, 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 I was just thinking this morning the village then had a lot of Young families, for example, there was five guards in Fiekel at that time. Five, and all and of them had young wait, families. Were, 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 were the
0: needers in Fiekel at the time?
1: Huh?
0: Were, were there, was there five guards needed in Fiekel at the time? Was there it was that lawless? Five
1: guards in Fiekel, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a sergeant and four guards, uh, really? and they all had young families. Really, really,
0: yeah. And yeah. of course, that contributed to the social life in in, in the the village as well, didn't it? Even benefit Indeed. schools Big and time. everything else. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Yeah.
1: And wh- the school wh- it had like Sean Harrington of his yeah, yes. father yeah. came there as a teacher, yeah. and his wife, and they had their young family there. So, in many and they lived in the village. So the village had a lot of young families there. Now I know Fife itself has changed a lot and a lot of new houses. But the village wouldn't have as many young families as it had had then.
0: I know, I know, I know, indeed. And of course, Feale has gone through. That's uh, when, when you uh, were ordained, and when you built those, uh, responsible for organising the building of the houses here in Feale. What year was that?
1: Yeah, that came about because when I came back, when I was ordained in sixty-three.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Ireland was changing. The sixties changed everything, as you know.
0: It certainly did. I
1: actually put it. In my time, growing up, by the way, nationally and every other way, I actually grew up in pre-television times.
0: <laughs> yes, and yes.
1: Before, before things like frozen foods or uh, videos, <laughs> I mean, or radars or credit cards, or <laughs> these kind of things that are now part of the language. Yes. Like, for example, I suppose uh, I often use things like this in 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 our time a joint was a piece of meat <laughs> and a part for something you cooked it for, for the Sunday dinner. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: the language has changed all right, hasn't it?
1: <laughs> the language has changed completely. So, uh, but the housing part of it was I was ordained and the, year, the day I was ordained my then bishop said to me that Ireland is changing and he wanted a priest to kind of clue into that so he sent me off to the University of Wales to study that. Yeah. And I, I know everybody says now that they're doing master's and have master's, but I actually did a master's on, <laughs> on the changing Britain, which obviously had changed about 100 years in industrial labor.
0: Yes, about 100 yes. years
1: before Ireland. Yeah. And came back to Shannon and uh, kind of got involved in all of that. But at that time, I remember coming out home one evening, and uh, I said to Seamus, do you know, there was only three people between the ages of of 20 and 40 living in the village at that time. Really? And I said to Seamus, this village is going to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went off dreaming about it, and I am a bit of a dreamer, as you know, and got a p- few people together. And I said, and I wouldn't know how to, to, to drive an ale, not to talk <laughs> of building houses, but I, I got a few people together. Uh, including a great bank manager in Shannon, who did, whose funeral mass I did in Galway only recently. And I said, "Will we start something ourselves. So yeah. we got the housing going, and in that way got young families back into vehicle. And that obviously helped the school. There was a new teacher. And not only that, but it, and then we got people to do other things, uh, little industries and so on. Yeah, yeah. Which, for all Don Pursa and myself were, were involved in a lot of that. But uh, just to finish off that—that's spread, and we finished up building two and a half thousand houses, really, 120 villages, yeah, from Cavan to Cork. So that all started in faecal.
0: And that, that was the sort of thing that the government should be doing <laughs> at that absolutely, time. Absolutely, definitely doing no.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And and some people in like county managers and that yeah. did support us, but yeah. Um, But but a lot of them were kind of a bit jealous of us, too, I suppose. (laughs) The other quick thing just to say, because we didn't just build houses for young couples. We first of all got young couples to save. Yes. And by saving, they had their own deposits and so on and so on and so on. Yes. So that, uh, and I think there's a lesson in all that for our housing thing today as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, Father, um, Jim Collins speaking in here. Uh, you know, I have seen you doing interviews on the Late Late Show and various things over many, many years. And I did, Jim, yeah. You seem to, you, you have always, you know, placed great importance on the local on the village, on, on the parish, on the, you know, on, on the, the local community. Uh, yeah. And, and I know you have been maybe frustrated trying to impress upon maybe some of the powers that be, that that, yeah. that maybe it should be bottom up rather than top down. Would you Would you right. want to talk about that?
1: I do. Just take the word local. I think there's a huge power in that concept of the local. Because it's in the local immediately brings to mind belonging. And yes. there's a huge need even in our world today now when the world has gone global for people to belong. To belong Absolutely. We all need to belong to something or somebody or some place. And I think that concept of local and belonging fostered by a way of life which was easy enough going, I think that is something I think our world is longing for today. That's and because the local thing and even in the world of technology and especially information technology, face to face concept concepts and face to face contact is hugely important for all people, for example.
0: Oh very much so.
1: That people yeah. can be recognized. I, I actually preach lesson in the bridge about the whole concept of the three-dimensional de- family, which is very strong in Japan, for example, that concept I think is hugely important. But it all stemmed from me with the fact. See, I was always very proud of coming from Fakel. Loved the place. We know that. And still do, <laughs> by the way. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I, I told them in the bridge last weekend that when they when they were when they beat Fakel that you know that I reminded them. The bridge is now a place of 7,000 people, and was then, back that time, only like the size of Fechel. Fechel is now, I suppose, a population of, I don't know what it is, is, six or 700 maybe. But but, there's, but it's a place that I always loved, and loved to be in contact with Seamus and with Val Donlin and Tommy Gillafile and all these, these people, because a lot of my generation are gone. They're, they're dead now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: suppose father the that sense of belonging that you've been talking about and I mean that is something that, that that is very much missing maybe and and we live in an impersonal world where we have uh digital friends but maybe not right. as many real friends and not as many face to face friends.
1: That's right. I I, I actually you're that's great, Jim, because I, I keep people I meet people before wedding, before when I meet them, say a week or two before they get married just to talk about the day, the mass and the, so on. And sometimes I talk about, we talk a lot about families, the families they came from and their friends. Some of them said, say would say that they, had, they have a lot of friends. And I kind of, not always now, but now and again if I know them well, say, would you have a lot of friends or a lot of acquaintances? <laughs> we, we know a lot of people now, but the concept of friends. Facebook friends in a lot
0: of cases and things. Huh? <laughs> For friends on social media like Facebook and things like that. as
1: Correct, yeah. That's what they are. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. what most yeah. of them are. Yeah. Whereas the vehicle I grew up in, I, I could honestly say that nearly everyone in the village, you often heard the thing, it's a village us or a parish us. Yes. But definitely in my time. I remember Mrs. Constantine, who lived up the street, an old woman. She got just as a quite as fast as our <laughs> mothers.
0: And you'd have no business going home to your mother, would you? And i
1: have no business going home. And the same with the school, the teachers.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they so they, they played, the whole village, the whole community played a big part in rareness. Yeah. Petty Lugna and kind of, I used to stay in that house, Petty <laughs> and Nelly. They practically reared me as well. And uh, I, I remember so fondly of Paddy. That's the house that Billy has now.
0: Yes, yeah. yes.
1: I always, this is another concept, of course. Paddy was a great horror. And yeah. every time I came home after being ordained and so on, I'd always call for a chance to him. But I was sitting down at the fire with him one night. And I just said this to him, knowing what the answer would be Paddy, was there a loss of time in your time? And he said, the world of it are. Yeah. And there was. Yes. They had the world. Now we talk about time flying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we're all, it's all in a hurry. Yeah. And we're afraid we're hardly, we have hardly time for one another. Paddy and that generation had loads of time.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. yeah. We're, we're here... are here. had
1: loads of time to chat or to chat down at the bridge or chat in the Holland field or whatever. At
0: yeah. the creamery in the morning? Yes. <laughs>
1: the creamery was the other, yeah. The creamery was huge. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking... Tom when you out- rang me about coming on, yeah. That I did a little survey a number of years ago, Michael McGran myself. There was eighty farmers, milk suppliers went to the creamery in Fethel. About and now I can't put a year in it, but was back to, around then. Yes, the village in Fethel was alive. Every morning, with people coming in horses and cars, asses and cars,
0: yes, yes, yes,
1: to the yes, creamery yeah, and then yeah. having to chat at the creamery. Yeah. And you know that and the that, that, same that, would go for the yeah, mess. yeah, like the church, yes, the church was not just a place where people went to pray, <laughs> it was a place where they met,
0: yeah. And you know something that and was very important from a social point of view, isn't it?
1: That social point of view was huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually can't tell you this quick story when I, when I had the clear team years ago. And the 7 o'clock mass in the evening came in. Jackie O'Gorman, who was a great old friend of mine, and a great horrid. But Jackie said to me, coming out of the train in one night, he said, "How he said, what made you bring in that 7 o'clock mass in the evening? Sure, we had nothing on the Sunday, only the mass and the match. Yeah. And of course, it was the very same vehicle. Yeah. We had uh, no, no. Can no, you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: No, I'm just thinking. At we're here at the festival, of course, Father. And we had um, the other night. We had Mary McNamara uh, playing some recordings from, from people I imagine that you would have known, people like Joe Bann and people like oh, that, yeah. going back, and, um, do you know, I suppose, the, the tradition of the music, which, in a place like Fecal, was, was part of the whole community thing as well, wouldn't that be correct?
1: Very much so. Yeah. There, was a, there was a man down in the called Johnny Allen. I suppose there's hardly anyone now alive that would have even had with him. Johnny's music, he'd have the door open in, in the evenings. Johnny would be playing the fiddle away into the night and the door open. Really? But the yes. other people, another great, great friend of mine and another great hero in my view was Paddy Kenny. And Paddy, and as you know, Don and myself did a recording years ago about uh, the Fatal of Old. Yeah. And we included Paddy, of course, in the music. But I also just thought of the people we could have been very proud of. Dr. Bill, of course. Yes. And and then uh, but I, I remembered the mass, Patty Kenny's uh, funeral mass, and uh, I was given communion to Martin Hayes, and I'm thrilled that Martin is in, back in vehicle again because he's now a worldwide, global figure and uh, and so prominent in that whole world. But I was given communion to, to Martin to, Hayes, Martin, yeah. and I said to him at Paddy's funeral mass, Are we burying the master there? And he said, We are. And I see, when I think back on Fekla like that, too, of people who were huge in that whole world, that whole m- m- culture of music. Kiran Makmahuna came to Fekla last, course, yes. and recorded there. And, uh, but, that there was part of that time when the fiddle, you, people, you nearly wasn't wouldn't have been the most important. It could not have been the most glamorous, I suppose. But it was the thing that kept, and the the flues and the fiddle and so on, brought people together in the houses and so on which
2: was huge yeah we have somebody uh, and our next guest is is sitting in with us uh father and i i know you know him well and he nodded his head when you mentioned that man there um so uh, we have pat hayes with us uh father so oh, pat,
3: I'm delighted. come on on, morning father how are you? all so good to
1: hear you. And I
3: heard Martin on the radio this morning, by the way. It was marvelous yes, to hear yes. it. Yes, he was on radio one, I think. He was, yes, indeed. I didn't hear it myself yet, yes. but um, I should like yeah, to t- great. it was great to be hearing about Johnny Allen and Mara Mack and all those connections and all the wonderful musicians. They've left a great tradition to us all and a legacy that. that's what. Pa-
1: well, Pat, you would you have known Johnny Allen? John, uh,
3: Johnny Allen. No, I not... What happened to him? I heard lots of him. Sure, he's he was famous yeah. worldwide, really, Johnny Allen's music was, he was. and Mara Mack. Was wasn't she related Mara, to Mara, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. sure look at Bill Bob uh Joe Bann, Bill Malley, Bob Grogan, all those people, and they all oh, played yeah. music. And what about your dad? Well they, yeah. of course my dad played music but yeah. I suppose we were, we were the parish of Killanina Flightmont. Oh, and that's all. So oh, you're not a
0: fetal man at all then, Oh, you? God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when you're in the Hurland field, it's a it it different... There's been a problem there d- for a
1: long
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> and we all play on the Hurland together. And we they were again. all... The,
1: and you know, there was it was the all the one, one parish, parish wasn't bracket. it? Yeah. Huh?
3: It was all the one parish one time, sir.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and they just were. probably the one will be the, is the one parish now at least we've one parish priest between Father Joe is parish priest bought, um, Fiechel, right. so of both yeah. Kilnina and Scariff half of East Clare yeah 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 so we can by
1: the way I can tell you this from because I have been involved a bit on our own dice a good bit and uh, but there's a heading in the Irish Times today that in a very short time a lot of parishes in Ireland will be run by women. Yes. Because, for example, we have, we have nobody going to the church at the moment. Our, our diocese would have about 14 or 15 parishes with no priest.
0: And that's not going to improve. Ah?
1: Huh?
0: That's not, that situation isn't going to improve in the next few years.
1: No, oh no, no, it's just worse. And the, yeah. the man that gives, uh, that has written this article today in the Times, the women will actually be doing funerals and yes, yeah, preaching yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at, at right. Masses in a number of years' time, yeah. and There'll be women and, and lay people, but lay people will be doing
0: it. Yeah, I read that article this morning, actually, while I was having my breakfast. Yeah, yeah I did, yeah. So it's yeah. just, and, and why not? Uh, and and why, why not have the exactly. women involved? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and, I suppose and, we, and
1: and the lay people generally.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, you know, what I would, <laughs> my own tin pot way of saying, the church is not about, let's say, the, it's about the people. We are all the church, it's really. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You see, the, the thing I just said this quickly because I know I gave these views on television and radio. The church got so over clericalized, and by that I mean power in a few hands. Yes. And in many ways, whereas it it, it appeared to be grace, but sure, it it power power as you know corrupts. Yes. Yes. And too much power absolutely corrupts.
0: Yes. Yes. So
1: yes. we gone we went astray with that whole clerical world. I had lunch yesterday with a great old friend of mine. He helps me out a bit, Willie Walsh, and Willie's now got the late eighties, and I'm in. And I was eighty-four the other day, oh, so 30. we were just yeah. gone back over. But yeah. we said this: that there's no point in us complaining about the church. the church. The reality is that there will be a whole new church in the next few years, if there is to be a church. Yes, and I think that's the the. the and the Lord works in strange ways. He did from the very start, and he he doed now and again. Yeah. Now and again. Now as well. But uh, that, that the reason I'm saying that is that you see, in my time growing up in Fife, there was a parish priest and a curate, and they were very powerful figures. We were afraid of our lives of them, of course. But <laughs> uh, uh, I often wondered. Uh, but there was a few great priests just ahead of me, like Kevin Hogan and Tim Toohey, and Jerem Jarom they, they were terrific men, and uh, and it's one of the reasons I suppose I went on because of their example.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yeah, indeed. Yeah. Mm. So, but che- by the way, I I checked this morning to know. I just rang home this morning to know how the the festival was going, and uh, Bernie told me that it's flying out.
0: Well, the place is full of tents, full of camper vans, and everything else yeah. so that you
1: you wouldn't get parking on the street here in Fife. I'd say the
0: population
2: no. has probably doubled, tripled, it's tripled, bit, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But um,
1: for the, for the weekend, is yeah. it? Oh, for the oh, weekend, okay, yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I thought, Tom, when I went, when Bernie said that? Yeah. Full of camper vans and so on. God, I said, how oh, the world has changed. <laughs> <Yeah. The state laughs> that I grew up in. In the morning, it would be full of vessels and cows with a creamery <laughs> tank on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Times are changing. Whatever the, the future will bring, but let's hope there will be a future for villages like ah, Feetal and Scarif be. and Killinean and those, you but, know?
1: But, but, but I think we can, having said that, we have a lot to learn from the past as well. I oh, know yeah. now all, all, all froggies like me might be dreaming a lot about the past, and I do look to the future a lot, but uh, but we can learn from the past. So oh, that whole concept of person to person contact, out right in the middle of the kind of revolution, technological information technology. Yes, yes. Like when people talk about being very intelligent now, I say, is it artificial intelligence? I wonder that. Yeah. Is it yeah. how much wisdom have we had? I know that all, all that other thing have been connected to nature. Yes, yes. Connected to connected to the place that we came from and. Around us, I think people are, 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 are yawning to get back to a lot of that. Uh, and the value of here. the value of what you're at out there now, the festival and the music and the culture, it's enormous. It's absolutely enormous. And it, and it, in a sense, when I hear of all that and how that the thing is, fly, the festival is flying out there at the moment, and say to Pat and Gary and all the people who organise it to say we well done. Because that's bringing to life again, a culture that people are yawning for.
3: Very much so. Pat? Yeah, yep. thanks thanks for that, Father Harry. I think what I noticed uh, so far in this festival is this: it's in a reflective mood, really, when we had the opening event in the hall the other night in Merrimack, going back for the musicians who were born between 1880 and 1916, the Bob Grogan's, the Joe Bans and the Paddy Grogan's and all yeah. those people. People are reflecting back and on, on the memories and and where the music came from. And I was asking yeah. somebody last night about one of my father's favourite tunes, Rolling in the Barrel. And it was probably composed a couple of hundred years ago, if not longer. And weren't the great people and wisdom to be able to, in winter, con- uh, compose wonderful tunes that continue to go through the years? Today now we have a, an event with Tomás Macamara reflecting on uh, his folklore collection here in Feigl from the memories of the people that have gone before him. And it's wonderful yeah. to be able to listen back to their wisdom. And I often think that what you're saying there yeah. about people, we, we cannot forget our past. And I think the no, critical probably. thing is we learn from that as well because they had Freedom wonderful... Them. when Pe- May Tuhi now and Peggy Hogan, when the two of them got together below and you know them well... <laughs> They, yeah. were, they were a joy to listen to and a joy to, to reflect on their memories and yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. hard life and their difficult life but an enjoyable yeah. lifetime they really enjoyed it and you were reflecting oh, there you were thinking about the street of Fiegel here and my father used to always say about Bohans was a great place to go all and Mrs Bohun she used to give him the tea because there were two kind of yeah. pioneers and she, she had re- great respect for him for that and sure yeah. Paddy Hayes my great granduncle he lived in Johnny Rogers' pub for for a good number of years. Yeah, he he married. Uh, well, and y- and to y- the you woman. You know what you were sh-
1: saying there about Bowen. I I always said I used to say John Quinn, who did a lot of radio programs on my education. I th- and I was a friend of his. But I yeah. used to say to him, if you ever want to do a really good program about a local area, go down to the likes of Bohan's pub, yes. where people where. Whatever the, about drinking the few pints, but what was really important there was the chest. And the chest, and I always felt privileged, believe it or not, to have been reared in a pub. Because I used to call it the University of the People. Is there, after Sundays, is is there. If, there, if, there, if the girls were too alive, <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's just uh, like
3: going up to Nocton's pub above and Mrs. Nocton uh, giving you a, a scowling above Nocton's Nocturne, yeah, pub, and you're you getting educated above from them all. <laughs> and poor Mickey, he continues on with great vigour and style. Uh, but look, at, I suppose. They were wonderful characters and wonderful people and we've got great memories of an awful lot of people here. Even Lena, we're across from here from our pub and the Dublins and, and all those people. And they, yeah. they hugely contributed to, to part of providing services and part of the community. And there were places where people reflect and indeed a lot of publicans knew a lot about a lot of people. And we're advisors to, to people in difficulties as well and support them in a lot of ways. So you'd be surprised yeah. w- w- the information publicans had, in particular people that are dealing with the public.
1: Yeah. And if to, as well as that, you know, Pat, I, I mean, I said, Pat, from my mother, we had a bit of a shop as well attached to the pub. which you know, people... I always remember people. Do you remember the slate in the shops that, where people <laughs> didn't have the few pound to buy the sugar and the beer, yes. whatever, whatever it was, and the slate in the name was there. So sure, that was a great forum of, that was a great forum of uh, of neighbours helping one another, and and the place of the little shop or the pub in the in the local area that nobody that went was hungry. Important. Yeah, no, huh?
0: nobody went hungry.
1: Oh, and and and, and even. I mean, I, I can tell you this much now, and I've gone down the long road since, but, God, I, I loved growing up in Fecal. I just loved it. And and the pub and the shop played a huge part in, in all of that because I met a lot of people. I always remember, you know, there was a great Fecal team in the late 30s and 40s and they won championships, but a lot of them were psych Maloney and MP Lugnan and all these, Paddy Lugnan and all the, these but I, I used to say, all my, my heroes, I never had to go to Manchester United for my heroes. My <laughs> used, I used to see my heroes going up to Mass on a Sunday morning and they'd be calling into our house afterwards. And I was so proud to be sitting distant to them. And even when they'd call at night time, I was so proud to be that, that I was from fickle, and they were the heroes. Um, and they were. They were. And what we learned from all of that was enormous. And that goes back to my question, I think, as you asked me, Jim, about the local. The local heroes. And it, it's it, it's in a way it's something when we go into a lot of celebrities and people and the world stage now. But most of our heroes were local. Yes. And, yep. uh, and most of our... And they were the people, I suppose, that raped us. That's what I, the point I was making, how yes. important the local is.
2: But, Father, I would say it has made... A a huge impression it has determined your life probably uh... your your upbringing in faecal and and that sense of the local you know and which you have brought well, to many other places that you've worked yeah. in and places that you've built houses in Qu- um,
1: but and, and i just want say one last yes. thing on that and I'm, I'm not saying this now but to make the point i went through flannins after faecal national school through flannins six seven years in Maynooth University of Wales and did degrees and so on. I always said, always said, my most important education came from Fakal National School and the local area. And I really believe that. Yes. That's there. I know we have... I know that's... that's Anatomy, maybe, to say that in today's fast-changing world. But uh, but my values came from there. And I'm now have lived at the born toward, towards the end of life. But I would always say that my life was shaped by the vehicle I grew up in.
3: And I think, Father Harry, I think to this day the young generation that's coming up need to be grounded in their community again because there's this say, well look at we'll move off, go to university, move see the world which is great. But ultimately in years years later people reflect back and say well tell me about my community, remember our people and if they're not grounded in that in the start, uh, it's a challenge and I I think it's a very important thing that people continue to go back and and, and look at the reserves of the people that brought and reared them and, and you're you're saying it so well today about the people of Fetal, how they how they educated you. And I feel the same way yeah. myself in life. I didn't stay too long in the education system, but it's yeah. the community and the people of of the area that I know have kind of educated me in my life. And yeah. uh, and and that's where I came from. I didn't set out to be a politician, yeah. but I became part of the community, and that's the important element for 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 all generations yeah. coming forward because it's it's the real challenge out there as well for people.
1: Yeah. And I, that's why I'm so delighted that the festival is, is going so well as well and so many people coming there. Well, Tell them all, by the way, that they, get, they will have a lot to learn. And <laughs> while they're
3: there. Oh, they're learning, they're exploring. <laughs> they're learning their music
0: anyway. They're <laughs> drifting in and out of shorts there to see a, a stranger going with a, a banjo and well, a straw hat. Well,
3: there's a woman over there, uh, Edwina Gokin, and she's down from Leitrim, and she's teaching Shannos dancing. And it was such a wonderful to hear her talking yesterday about her memories about the house dances and what she had learned and done the research on house dances and oh, yeah. about the the special stone in front of the fire for the, for battering the one that you'd knock the sparks off of was always put near the fireplace. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. And uh, yeah. a man from Feigl said the way that Michael the Kerr used to always say there was barrels under the floor in Maharaban. it was a great dancing house <laughs> <laughs> and when Harry was doing when, and it was there, they were there for years yeah and recently yeah. he was doing up the house and he found all these these tin barrels yeah. under the floor they were for echo <laughs> you know Scott yeah. this is memory this is wonderful stuff like it's yeah. it's, it's hard to believe I, I <laughs> kind of yeah. gave out to him that he put insulation over yeah. the barrels but yeah but, but yeah. you know god where did that come from how long was that floor put down yeah. Where did all this memory yeah. come out of? And you know, people in the famine times yeah. you were talking about like yes, yes, And, and after yeah. that. Yeah, uh-huh. indeed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, i say this now, there's a, a, a note of sadness in this. I had a pew channel in the bridge during the week. Yes. And yes. Cause a girl mm-hmm. called uh, Bridges look, Lucknay, married to Ger's, Ger's daughter no, Son, yeah. Barry. Yeah. And it was a massive funeral, you know, one of the biggest since I went to the bridge. Which brought me, and I got over back to the house there yesterday. And uh, we had it in the bridge because she was from, even though they lived in Shannon, she was from the bridge. But she came back and her children and uh, Barry's children were going to, to school in the bridge. But her attachment to the bridge that she grew up in was enormous. And that's why that I was. That's how I was doing the funeral, and that's why it was in, in Six Mile Bridge. But people would have asked me why was it in the bridge? That's why it was in the bridge because of her massive attack. In fact, they were about to build a house in the bridge. So, in other words, the power even in this for that, and she's she was, you know, only forty-one, and uh, the power of the local, we can never underestimate it. Because all the stories... Now, by the way, her people had the had the, the forge in the bridge years ago. The Another great source location, yeah. They are doing other jobs. Yeah. The forge was the place where people met for stories, for playing cards, for all kinds of things. The store, the bridge, for a while. Now, that six-mile six bridge is about 7,000 people now. But, yeah, there's a young lady tragically dying from cancer such an early age, even three children after her. But, I mean, t- the power that her local area had on her and the influence it had was to bring that everything in her dying and in her death was to happen back in her own native place. So, in other words, going back to Jim, I think as you said, it, the power of the local is in it, it can be very much part of the life of the day, another generation
2: as well, way back. Okay. Father, we will leave it at that on that note this morning and hopefully a positive note. Um we leave our chat. Many thanks for joining us this morning on the Not phone. Here in Fecal. And sure. We will um we'll talk again, please God, whether it'll be about the local or about hurling or about something. We'll uh, yeah. we'll we'll chat again.
1: Yeah. Please God and thanks for having me on.
0: And John, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure
1: indeed. Thanks yeah. You yeah. Lot. Okay,
0: take care. God bless. God bless. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.